This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. My hope is that I can be a hub for teachers to share strategies and share opportunities in reaching students with the medium. On today's show, we talk with Corey Engstrom about virtual reality in the classroom, music from Nick C., the Google Tip of the Week, and more. That's all up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed under the site and this program for those of participants is not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to Edutech Guys Radio. I'm David. Hey, I'm Jeff. And welcome to the show. We got an awesome show lined up. Awesome guest, anyway. The rest of the show, who knows? But but the guest. Primo, primo stuff. I'm going to talk with uh, Corey Engstrom and uh, talk to him about his uh, Teach in VR uh, forum project that he's got uh, coming up. And he's going to talk a lot about VR in general, plus uh, the project he's going on, got going on, all kinds of cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah, man. I'm pretty excited. I am too. This is going to be very cool. Hope, hope the rest of you guys will too. Thank you guys so much for joining us here at Edutech Guy, uh, Radio edutechguys.com and you can find us online we are on twitter at edutechguys facebook slash edutechguys edutechguys.com basically type in edutechguys into the old google search box and you'll find us that's right we're, we're out there. there on the web on the web on the line <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I uh, want to thank Cross Branding and GoPro uh, for giving us some cool stuff yeah. that we use during the show and not during the show when we're out and about. So that's really cool. Um, been a fun week. It's kind of rounding up spring break for most people. I think the West Coast is kind of finishing up on spring break. and Most people do their spring breaks in March. Yeah, so. it's very interesting how how wide... I don't know what the what the word is. How broad, I guess, the spring break season is. <laughs> some folks started in early March, and some folks still haven't even had their spring break yet. 
and here we are, you know, into April. So I don't know that that's pretty wild. There's not a universal spring break. That would be rough though on the whole tourism. Oh, that would be. Oh, well, it would be crazy that's on like everything. Everybody had to go to Disney World at the same three days in August. <laughs> oh, that, that's what happened to us when we went. Everybody went. Everybody the went. Entire country. The entire country. Holy yeah, smokes! You were there. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> That's like the perfect storm. <laughs> yes. 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 When everybody goes. Everybody's at Disney. It, and let me say it felt like it anyway, because there's nothing like being jammed shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of sweaty folks down in Orlando, Florida. Mm. That's awesome. That's what I always look for. <laughs> I look forward to that, honestly. Well, you know. Be a guest. Be a guest. Sorry. <laughs> No, this is going to be a great show. Um, what is happening? We're getting closer and closer to summertime. And the summer, conferences summer, and the workshops summer, are all summer. getting ready to, you know, kick in and yeah, man. start bringing us what's new and exciting in education. And Absolutely. You know what's really new and exciting in education? VR. VR. It's not necessarily new. And you'll find that out from uh, talking with people like Corey Engstrom with Teaching VR. Because mm-hmm. they've been harnessing the power for some time now. Well, what's really cool is, it to me, it's a lot like any new technology that comes out, especially when a new technology comes out that wasn't, you know, it wasn't brought out specifically for education. Um, but you get some very forward, open thinkers who take this, well, frankly, cool toy. I mean, that's, you know, the, this gaming peripheral is what VR essentially, you know, set out to be initially and has really embraced it and figured out really cool ways to use it with students in the classroom. Yeah. And, and it's not just VR, it's also AR and it's also, uh, you know, modified. What's the other one called? Mixed. MR? Mixed. mixed. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's the one that I think intrigues me the most, honestly is the mixed VR really intrigues me because I think it would be cool when you're in a virtual world and then you're also doing augmented reality in a virtual world. Yeah. And, you know, uh, here in a bit uh, during the interview, Corey, we talk about uh, the Facebook stuff and some things that they're doing there. And I I won't won't ruin the surprise. That's right. Don't steal the thunder. But that's kind of like augmented reality inside VR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That stuff that we were talking about there. So yeah, it's going to be a good, going to be a good show. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's very, very cool. But uh, I tell you what, we're going to drop out real quick to a commercial and uh, we'll be right back with some more radio.edutechguys.com. You're listening to edutechguys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at edutechguys or head over to edutechguys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring edutechguys to your school. Hey, remember, bring us to your school, Edutech Guys. You can get us pretty easy. Just give us a holler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can drop us an email, jeff at edutechguys.com or david at edutechguys.com. You can also go to the website, www.edutechguys.com. Drop to the bottom. You will find a form there. You can get in touch with us or reach out on Twitter, twitter.com slash edutechguys. 
That's right. You can also follow along hashtag ETG chat. We'll be monitoring that as we go along. We want to thank uh, the good doc, Nate, who is uh, helping us out behind the scenes. And he is, uh, I believe, is also monitoring our uh, radio.edutechguys.com chat uh, window. So, um, we have weird network issues right now, so we can't actually see that, but he can monitor that. So you can go there, throw something in the chat and he can relay that to us. Um, but really the easiest way at this point would be to uh, head over to Twitter and, and hashtag ETG chat. There you go. That'd be awesome. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to come out to your school and, uh, do uh, workshops for your classroom, for your district. You know, Hey, we will work for food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, we can we can come in and help your folks harness the power of Google and harness the power of podcasting, video casting, you name it. We can help your folks tell their story. Exactly. Hey, let's take a listen. Uh, David told you the first of the show. We've got Corey Ingstrom on the show. That's at Teach in VR on Twitter. We had a wonderful time with him. So we're going to drop out and go to that interview. Take a listen. Wonderful conversation on Monday. Hope you like it. Awesome. Up next on the show, uh, we've got our guest for today, and uh, we want to bring him in and uh, welcome aboard. Tell us uh, who you are and uh, what you do and who you're with and all that good stuff. Well, David and Jeff, thank you guys for having me here today. Uh, my name is Corey Ingstrom. I am a fifth grade teacher in the middle of California, a little town called Kingsburg, and I run a uh, blog and a uh, website called teachinvr.com, and I'm real passionate about connecting people together and seeing virtual reality as a new medium for education. Uh, I think that there's a lot of potential there and excited to see that platform grow, and so that's, uh, that's one of the things that I do when I'm not with my family or teaching uh, kind of my, my evening gig after the kids fall asleep. So really, really enjoy and uh, am, am very passionate about that. That is very cool. Okay, so you're, all, you're about connecting in VR, right? So um, just kind of a, a quick, um, the first thing when I hear about connecting, okay, in my head, I'm, I don't, and you're probably familiar with, or maybe you're not, um, there's a Google group, I'm sure there are a billion of them, but there's one of them is called Connected Classrooms, where mm -hmm. it's classrooms connecting together um, through, like we're, you know, through Zoom or Skype or Google Hangout, that type of thing. Um, so let's kind of, what if we start kind of there talking about that sort of classroom connecting, classroom collaboration. collaboration. <laughs> right, right. And we're going to sing it together. Um, and, uh, and, and kind of talk about that. And then let's build on what what you're looking at in terms of VR. Right, right. And it's it's great that you brought that up because I started my passion with with connecting in virtual virtually when I uh, my wife and I started a community theater about I don't know 7 years ago and it, in doing that we had this uh this venue where um we uh we, we connected with people, you know, face to face and it was this, this networking atmosphere. And, uh, and after that, I, I connected with some old friends who, uh, an old friend who was piloting a program at a local university where they were basically uh, doing video conferencing. And so I, I connected, uh, connected with her and 
uh, it was uh, Fresno Pacific University. We started this program where they basically are a hub online to connect people together for educational video conferences. And so through that, I was able to uh, get my feet wet in that whole educational collaboration in a, in a virtual space. Um, I actually piloted a program called um, Father Sarah and the California Missions. And I put on the whole, <laughs> the whole priest outfit or the, the, the uh, Franciscan priest outfit and did a whole lesson, about an hour-long lesson for kids all over the world. And that was an incredible experience. And we had, we had the green screen and everything and connected. Um, and so I got to build these relationships with people all over the world. And, and that really got me passionate about um, connecting and seeing how powerful that can be, getting kids outside of their own classroom and, and seeing the world from another perspective and the power that a virtual environment can provide. Where with a green screen in that scenario, we're able to bring in people, bring in um, backdrops and put me in front of a mission or near the coast at one of the missions I, I, my character had founded at, at the time. And so, um, so that was re really got me hooked and passionate about it. Um, then uh, fast forward a few years later, um, I start finding out that Google Cardboard is coming out with uh, Google Expeditions and uh, get really excited about that. Um, start using uh, Coast Spaces, uh, which I, I'm excited to talk a little bit with you guys about a little later. And uh, seeing students actually participate in creating these virtual worlds and taking what they are learning in the classroom and reconstructing that and then sharing it with each other and experiencing it. And so um, I've seen a real powerful impact with uh, the collaboration side of it where you're, you, know, you, know, you can connect over long distances, but also the flip side of that, if you're just talking about in the classroom with this tool, you, there's a real deep empathy that comes with connecting uh, in a virtual space where they've done studies that have shown how, um, how kids who put on uh, VR, a, a VR device, when they come out of that experience, they talk about it as if it actually happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that, um, it just goes to show how, how powerful that medium is. And, uh, and I'm excited to kind of push that forward and connect people together to, uh, as, it's, as it's kind of, I, I feel like VR as a whole is kind of cresting right now. It's, it's one of those things that just coming into the classroom. And I just want to aid that in terms of uh, connecting educators together, providing strategies, and providing a place to network um, because it is such a new medium in the classroom. Yeah. Well, and, and I, think, I think what you're looking at doing and the things that you're talking about doing um, is really the way to help that grow in terms of you're not just having the students share in the VR experience, you're actually having them create VR experiences. And that's a huge leap and a huge difference in terms of putting those skills together um, and, and, and getting the students involved. You know, you're right. Uh, VR definitely builds empathy um, or can, right? Uh, through all kinds of different applications and programs and experiences. 
But when you have the students developing the content and then sharing that out with the other students, you talk about connected, you talk about, you talk about building the empathy, that is awesome. I mean, that yeah. really is. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to throw in. So it's it's really interesting. It sounds like you've you really looked at this. We both know. We all know how hard it is to get a teacher to take on a new piece, and right. whatever right. that is. And one of the, I, I believe what we've seen in the last few years is once we can actually make it easy for the kids to develop and the kids to actually take it and run with it, then the teacher is is more apt to be very comfortable with it and allow it to happen. And you know, that's that's definitely what can happen in this piece that you're talking about. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and, and with that, um, just to kind of give it a little example, um, we were creating um, a sol solar system models in my uh, fifth grade class with Coast Spaces. And they have this um, feature on there now, just, just was recently, uh, recently released where you can uh, actually use coding and you can code the objects in your virtual world. So if you click on an object, the objects can actually move. Um, and so seeing these planets move and, and orbit around the, uh, the sun uh, was, was a really cool experience. And then having the students uh, put on the VR goggles and, um, and experience what that looks like from a different perspective and zoom around between the planets was pretty cool. That um, very cool. <laughs> and, and then uh, the second one, um, was we were doing a, a project where we were creating our own American colony. And this is where it got really powerful for the students, where they were able to invest in a specific colony. And then uh, after they <clears throat> had recreated this colony with characters from the time, and uh, they had to include one of the challenges that the early colonists uh, encountered, um, then you then the students put on the goggles and are able to explore this environment and really put themselves there and ask questions about who were these people, what did it look like when they were interacting with each other and, um, and encountering these challenges. And they, you know, they're in an environment that they created according to what they know about the time. And so it takes their learning about a specific time and place to another level. And it really forces them to, um, look outside of their own world and really immerse themselves into what they're learning about. And that was what was really exciting to me because um, the students, after they create their worlds, they're able to uh, grab a link to what they created and post that on Google Classroom. And then all the students can explore each other's. And so it's a real collaborative experience where not only do they get to explore, but they also get to share. Um, the second line uh, and the second level of that is differentiating their instruction and this is uh, this is a cool thing because you know we're always looking for ways to challenge students who are the ones who finish real quick and with a virtual environment you can always add more detail and with something like CoSpaces if you start getting into the programming end of it um, it's pretty simple programming I mean I've only got fifth graders and they're they're um, having, you know, if there was a skirmish between the Native Americans and the early colonists, they're actually creating that on screen where, you know, their characters are coming together. So you can really um, differentiate to where your students are um, and, and challenge them. So uh, I like that side of the platform as well. 
that is that's amazing. So so I have a question. Can you go a little more more in depth for listeners um, about CoSpaces? I, I know it's a it's a free sign up and all that kind of stuff, and it's very you know very interactive. Can you tell us you know a little bit more about CoSpaces and your experience? yeah yeah absolutely. So um, I mean primarily the reason I love it is because it is a creating platform. I mean you can share with that, but it's not just consuming, which our kids today are are all about consuming, right? We go, we, we, I've got our, uh, we live right next to our local high school and every day, you know, all the kids coming out of the class, of course, they're, they're, they're consuming things on their phone. And, um, and so this gives them an opportunity to create. And with the creation, um, there's, there are a number of different aspects to this program. Basically, you can create any environment you like. They have some pre-made that you can work with. Um, but there's also the, uh, with the creation side, uh, you can bring in, they just supported this feature about two weeks ago, um, where you can bring in your own virtual environment. So if you, if even with just your, your phone, you can take a 360 photo with an app and then upload that 360 into CoSpaces and essentially augment that photo. So you can take that, uh, that photo, so if I was you know, at the beach, I could take a 360 and then bring that to my classroom, uh, and all my students could upload that photo to their computers, and they could create objects or people on the beach at that place. So um, it's, it's, it really opens up a lot of the possibilities of what you can do. Um, students can augment their own classroom. So if you take a 360 photo of inside your classroom, you can bring in virtual characters, have the virtual characters interact with one another in your classroom. So I, I like the, the so cool. options that it, <laughs> that it opens because um, it, it, it really gives a, another angle for developing and, and it keeps the students engaged because they're working with an environment that they understand that they know. Um, uh, the second thing is I mentioned the animating, and that's the other feature that I really, really like. And uh, you're able to do pretty much whatever you like with the animation uh, moving by moving objects inside the space. Um, you can have things move forward, backwards, up and down, um, and, uh, and have them do different it's, it's like programming. I mean, if you guys have done um, like code.org or hour of code kind of stuff, sure. Sure. it's the same, or, or scratch, same type of um, programming, um, but you just program things in a virtual, virtual world. And so you have that three-dimensional aspect to it. So that's cool. Um, and the, and, and with CoSpaces, you can, you can, um, you know, change the color of objects and, uh, and bring in your own photos. One of the um, one of the things that we've done is done kind of a gallery walk with um, student for like student projects. So you can actually take pictures of uh, student work and then uh, upload those to CoSpaces, and then you can um, uh, and then basically you're walking through this virtual house, and on the wall are these pictures that are hanging that are pictures of the students work that they've created in class. So, so, cool. yeah, oh that, that's, that's, so 
these do you have all this out there in lesson plans already yeah. for teachers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know what? I need to write that up and uh and uh but but there I'm sure that there's stuff out there. Um teachers by teachers. Uh yeah. I haven't looked into it, but I uh, I'd imagine there'd be some stuff on Coastbases. If not, maybe I should create it. I, I would you have a gold mine there, man. I mean, that's that's a that's a that is a data that is an instructional gold mine. Just the things you just the the ten minutes we've been talking, fifteen minutes we've been talking. That's beautiful stuff. I I would I would say I could see how that would push forward your 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 project tremendously. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Well, I appreciate I, that encouragement. Yeah, yeah I'll, well, I'll have to and, think about that. And, I, and I'm sure there is someone else somewhere doing something similar, but I'll be honest with you. I, the way that you're looking at VR and incorporating VR, I have not heard of anybody else doing it yeah. in the <laughs> things that you're talking about right now. So, I mean, that just and blows me away. And you're comfortable in it, and you, yes. you feel very, you know, you're very at ease in, in doing it with your students, and that in itself is a white paper, and it was, a, is, well, is a VR experience that would be great to share. <laughs> <laughs> tapping in your classroom. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Um, that is awesome. It sounds like Thank you guys uh, stepped into uh, a, a wonderful ride that they didn't even realize they were going to get. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel like that for me is kind of what I'm experiencing because, you know, I, you know, I just started getting passionate about it when I found out about some of the new VR opportunities. And then the deeper I got into it, you know, I mean, on Twitter, you start getting involved in some of these, these Twitter groups and your PD just goes through the roof, you know, you just start yes. making these connections and the ideas and opportunities and so I really I'm also you know with a, with a family at home and super busy you know working home theater stuff it's hard to find the extra time to mm -hmm. to invest sure. and so um, when you guys are mentioning that hey this is this is new innovative stuff um, I've kind of just been doing it on my own in a way and trying to create this forum online yeah where people can come together. And so um, that's, that's encouraging to hear. So I, I appreciate your words on that because uh, uh, I'll definitely continue to share out some of these ideas oh, yeah. because I think that there's uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of potential out there for people to, to well, get involved. Yeah. So, and so what's so funny about this is, you know, one, one of the things that always comes to mind when we, when we talk to folks who are integrating technology and, and, and using it in, in different ways, I mean, you're, you're already like way ahead of, of where a lot of folks are even thinking in terms of VR. So where do you think the future lies with VR? I mean, you're kind of already in the future with where yeah. VR is. So, so in your mind, having already done this kind of stuff, where do you see it going from here? Yeah, you know, uh, there was a about, I don't know, nine months ago now, there was a... Um, a video or a demo that Oculus Rift and Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, they put out this, this demo of what Oculus, uh, one of the apps that Oculus is developing is called um, Social, Social VR or Oculus Social or something like that. Um, basically, I'll, I'll give you one of, the, one of the parts of the demo which really kind of blew my mind. Uh, Essentially, so Mark was uh, in this virtual world with two of his employees. The employees were um, were in different places. Okay, so um, but they're in the same virtual space. So the virtual space that they did was um, they started out as a live stream, 360 virtual world, 
from the stage where Mark was presenting. And then they transported themselves to Zuckerberg's um, living room. And in their living room was his dog just sitting there and um, just hanging out in their living room. So they transport their avatars to his living room. They're hanging out in his living room. Then one of them, um, you know, pulls out uh, a a pen and creates a um, they create two little fencing swords and yeah. and then they hand the swords to each other and start pretending to pretending a fence so you can create in this virtual world in a virtual space that is in another um, that is actually in a real world space in another space right, right. so but then then what really blew me away was he gets a phone call um, from his wife, who's a nurse, who, so he picks it up on Skype in the virtual world. So she's real on the virtual Skype call in their virtual world. And then his buddy uh, draws a selfie stick. He puts his virtual phone on the selfie stick and they take a virtual selfie in this virtual world that's actually his living room wow. if that makes any sense look where, look where so, that takes like chemistry lab and everything i mean to right, be able to do right. this i mean that's just you know that's it's unreal th what it's going to do for education around the world mm -hmm. i mean yeah you know our children and our children our grandchildren are going to live in a world where they're going to they're going to learn languages on the spot in virtual worlds and, and interact that that's just going to be so awesome <laughs> Yeah, it, it really is going to change the way that we think about education and um, the opportunities, you know, after seeing that video, I realized that, that we need more ways to move this medium forward because there, when, when I was doing the video conferencing um, gig for a while, there was the CILC.org, which was right. basically an online hub to connect people together because video conferencing just had no central mm -hmm. um, point of connecting. Right. And so today it's a little different where most of the platforms that are created that have some type of social experience have their own connecting point. Mm -hmm. And so my hope is that, uh, that I can be a hub for teachers to share strategies and share opportunities in reaching students with the medium so um that's 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 kind of my hope what i'm what i'm doing is you know you just i, I need us, to provide the resource gave us the elevator pitch we were looking for right there beautifully exactly i mean you you might not have realized you did that but that's our sound quote to start the show right there. That's, yeah. That's, uh, awesome. that's a sound bite right there. That's uh, awesome. You, it sounds like you're on top of things, um, Corey. And, and here's the cool part. We're going to definitely have to stay in touch because we're going yeah, to need some we're gonna need some updates as the rest of the year in the summer <laughs> oh, hits. Yeah. You know how summer gets. At least you got more time to work on your stuff. So. Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking forward to this summer. I think that this is going to be uh, – I've got some real big plans about – I'd like to do a little bit of writing and a little bit of uh, – and just kind of investing in the site to sure. to make it just to bring in more value because there's so much out there and uh, and I just hope that other teachers can get the same out of it uh, 
that I have because I, I think that there's some real real powerful content and ways to use that that medium in education. Yeah. So so how do folks get in touch with you? How do they get your site? All the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. If you just go to uh, teachnvr.com, awesome. you can we'll check that. out the site. Um, there's a uh, an ongoing forum there. Uh, I've got uh, a few apps up that are resources. Some are a little bit more on the high end. Uh, it depends on what devices you're using. Um, CoSpaces, the reason that I'm so passionate about that is because it's available for educators today. Mm -hmm. And you can create, even if you don't have all the VR glasses, my class doesn't have VR glasses. We don't have VR devices for our whole class, but we do have Chromebooks um, mm -hmm. that we can use part of the day. Sure. And so while we do have Chromebooks, you can create on there and then uh, I use um, Reflector uh, by Squirrels, yeah. Yeah. and I just reflect my uh, my phone to my laptop, which goes up onto our, our class screens, yeah. and then students can experience that together. You know, one of the, whoever created the space puts the goggles on and can explore the space while the class participates as well. So um, awesome. there's there's cool opportunities there, and then so on the forum there's you know all different levels of what's available. Some of it's more available, more for the high-end stuff like Oculus Rift and HTC Vive. And then um, there's also, uh, I'm trying to do a majority of the apps available for just like the Google Cardboard. Yeah, cool. uh, so awesome. Good. Well, and so, also on Twitter, TeachinVR, at TeachinVR, right? great way to get in touch with you. That's how, yeah, we, absolutely. That's how we found each other yeah. right there. Cool. Um, Corey, I want to thank you for being on the show, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be in touch soon. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. I, I appreciate the opportunity mm -hmm. and uh, best of luck as you guys continue your great work. Thanks, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that was uh, Corey Ingstrom. What a great interview. Uh, had a great time with him, learned a lot about VR, learned a lot about what he's doing. It, it, for, it's really interesting. VR is VR, but what he's doing with it is the real golden nugget right there. Yeah, absolutely. And and you definitely need to go out and check out the site, teachinvr.com, and uh, get signed up there. Uh, he's got folks that are starting to uh, really uh, pile up in there and, and share ideas and, and explore the things that he's doing. So you yeah, definitely want to check out teachinvr.com. And uh, man, thanks so much to Corey for uh, coming on the show and sharing his stuff. And we'll have him on again uh, later. Uh, another time, kind of uh, once he kind of gets the teaching VR thing really rolling, and uh, we'll have him on again uh, for sure and give us some updates and share some other really cool things that he's doing in the classroom. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. All right, up next, we've got music from one of our favorite featured artists. This is Nick C. and Built for Love. <laughs> Just know you're not the only one 
Cause honey, you were built for love Don't let them tell you you ain't good enough Cause honey, you were built for love Thinking with the wrong mind Think you better get back, woman Back into those night moves Thinking with the right moves Still you can't get back, no one So hold on to what you've got And heal the damage done But just know you're not the only one Cause honey, you were built Music from Nick C. That is Built for Love here on Edutech Guys Radio. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. You can catch up with Nick C. at N-I-K-S-E-A underscore music or go to N-I-K-S-E-A dot com. Nick C. Word. Word. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of the word. The word. Well, where we're going to be. That we're talking about. Oh, so about guess that what? Word. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and share that right now. So, hey, coming up here pretty soon, not pretty soon, in June, uh, the next thing we're at 
And some things might come before this. Right now, we're just finishing the regular school year and, you know, pushing on to graduation and finishing up a good school year. I hope you're all doing the same. But the Hot Springs Technology Institute, that's June the 12th through the 15th at Hot Springs, Arkansas. You can catch us there. We'll be doing our thing. Love doing our thing. And then uh, Podstock, most likely, July 12th through the 14th. Yeah, man. We'll be there and doing our thing up in Wichita. Yeah. Wichita, Kansas. But yeah, let's talk about the, you know what time it is? A Google tip of the week. Yeah, David was giving me the clue a while ago and I, I was. And I jumped, the, uh, I jumped I, the gun. Well, you, you, you were following the script. I was getting excited <laughs> and ready to sing. There's a great article out there from Google on <laughs> the Google Education blog. How three teachers turn classroom inspiration into action through the Certified Innovator Program. Now, what's really interesting about the Certified Innovator Program is that teachers are always, you know, brainstorming creative ways to introduce technology and project-based learning into their classroom. So Google kind of designed this to challenge educators to pursue their creative ideas, and that's where they came up with the Google for Education Certified Innovator Program. It offers support for projects that improve education in schools around the world. So um, over 12 months, educators, they can research, uh, solicit feedback from peers and their cohorts and prototype their ideas and then uh, then they th- on that day when they have the big academies they highlight uh, those people and you know they talk about them and share them and those folks become google certified innovators cool. so this year um the 2017 innovation academies there will be washington dc that's august the 2nd through the 4th you can apply now we'll throw the the link out on twitter here in just a bit um sydney australia if you're walking down under you can go uh, august the 16th through the 18th uh, Stockholm, Sweden, uh, in October 4th through the 6th, and then the Sao Paulo, Brazil, and I don't speak uh, Portuguese. So uh, that's December 6th through the 8th. So um, you can catch those out. It's some really cool stuff. The article's great. They actually interview three of those teachers that they're highlighting there, um, talking about what they did and how their project went and how what their biggest takeaways from that was and their biggest learning once they launched their project and things like that. So if you want to take a look at it, um, it's a great, great article. And it's a great certification for anybody looking to get Google uh, Innovator certified. Awesome. That's that very, cool. very cool, man. Pretty decent, pretty decent Google tip of the week. So that's a big deal for all of you out there. In fact, just to add to that, just a hair before we head off the air, um, that's a really big deal. Although we enjoy being the medium to tell your story that you would choose, we can't do it every day, but you have to. You've got to pick your story and you've got to blog about it or podcast about it or video cast about it yes. or whatever you have to do. Because I promise you, there's somebody out there watching you. As I used to tell my band kids, especially the older ones, my seniors and my juniors, there is an eighth grade trumpet player watching you. Yeah. And there is a drummer watching you. There's somebody that's watching you that chooses you to be their mentor, whether you know it or not, or ever know it. Right. But, you know, hey, tell your story. That's what we're here about. And when you get that story to a point that you're ready to share it to a larger audience or just share it with us, we're always here to listen and talk with you about it. Yeah, absolutely. And we'd love to hear about it. And uh, it's very easy to do. You just uh, head over to edutechguys.com. And um, on that uh, main page there, drop down to the bottom. You can fill out the contact form and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get the message and we'll be able to reach back out to you. Or you can um, reach out to us directly on Twitter at Edutech Guys and drop us a line. And <laughs> 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 we keep getting rickrolled by your phone. 
but uh, yeah, reach out to us and um, share your story. Uh, share your students' stories. And we'd love to hear them. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening and tuning in to EduTech Guys Radio. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program are those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You You can can do do it it all, all, but but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.